Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the Manchester Football Social, the full-time Devils Takeover. I just want to send you a little message and thank you very much for downloading this show. Uh, I want to make sure you're subscribed to the Manchester Football Social because then you'll never miss another episode. You can do that wherever or however you listen to this podcast. We've also got a new Twitter account that will be mint for you to follow. It's MCR40Social on Twitter. Find that, give it a quick search and give it a follow. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the show. Manchester United Football Social with full-time Devils. Good evening, my name is Joe McGrath and this is XS Manchester. Welcome to the Manchester Football Social, the full-time Devils Takeover. And we are talking all things Manchester United for a whole hour and that includes you getting involved uh, by giving us a call straight away. 0345 treble one seven six two five if you're driving or listening to the podcast oh three four five treble one seven six two five if you're watching on youtube that'll be along your screen get your calls in now i'm joined by gaz drinkwater radio gaz hello, over there hello mates. gaz you good i'm all right mate i'm and, all right and the legendary webby uh sitting in as well as well webby good, good evening, evening webby good you evening. good yeah yeah not bad ready to get things into full swing i just particularly want to uh, talk about uh the general feel- feeling of united fans after that game uh so get your opinions in but gaz what do you want to um, talk about this show. I mean, I've got YouTube comments here as well, so if you do get in the YouTube comments, I'll be here reading them out. Um, get any of you think we're talking absolute nonsense. <laughs> or, if you, or if you're one of the rare people who agree with us. Um, last night, I, I I actually thought it was a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Maybe not good enough. Yeah. There's never been a time where I'd ever back a team from London coming to Manchester on a Wednesday night and getting a result, a cold Wednesday night in Manchester. <laughs> But, um, yeah, United are obviously a very different team this season. Uh, Arsenal looks really good recently as well. Got that amazing win against Spurs. Strikers banging form. And I was worried with our defence. But you know what? I think the main positive from last night was uh, those central defenders. I was quite pleased. So people get people in calling about your central, central defenders. That's what you're saying? Yeah, get involved. Uh, we are going to go to Tim, uh, who is going to talk about our central defenders. He's our first caller of the evening, but for you, Webby, just a little talk about last night. You watched the game. How yeah, was it for you? you, you got to look at, obviously, the positives. Of a bit of patching, bit of fight, which we've not had for the last couple of games. Well, for most of the season. Uh, do you know, looking at it there, I was saying before, you look at the Arsenal team, who were obviously beat the local rivals in a very good Tottenham team on Sunday or whenever it was. But nothing there scared me. Nah. You know, I've watched Arsenal teams come to Old Trafford and they've had like Van Persie, Perez, Henri, Vieira, Lundberg, but none of that team really thought, well, they keep going on about Bamiyang. He didn't do anything till the end, you know. But fair play, we got the, we, we come back, you know, after the second goal there, your heads could have dropped. But we come back within a minute. And I think the game was there to be won. I think some of the substitutions were a bit silly, but we'll go into that later on, yep. lads. Uh, let's get talking about centre backs then. We've got Tim on the phone. Hello, Tim. You good, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm good, boy. Good, uh, boy. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, hey, very Tim. well, mate. Hey, Tim, you want to talk about our centre backs, so uh, take the lead, Tim. Yeah, basically, in my opinion, um, I believe if it ever comes down to a. Well, if it takes back to, you know, having two or four at the back, I really believe Rowan and Bayou should, uh, you know, have a look at not that Jose these days will. But, um,. I mean, last season they had a run before Romo got injured near the end where they had a run of really good form and basically they were pairing for the, I think it was about five or seven games or something and they were decent. Last night, yes, Romo obviously made the error. 
you know, but overall... Tim, Tim, just let me jump in there. I think that was his first choice centre-half the season we won the Europa League and all that. Mm -hmm. He seemed to like the left-back, right-back, then unfortunately they both got injured and didn't make the final. Uh, But Rojo, Rojo, whatever you want to call him, on his day... Is a decent, decent centre half. I don't. I never liked him at fullback. No, I didn't. But no, centre half, like I think you'll get a job out of him. And the one thing what got me last night was his tackle. It was great. <laughs> just stuck you know, in a bit yeah, of heart and a bit in, of aggression. You know, what it means to play for Manchester United. It was upset yeah. that he started going, and he took the man out. And I love seeing that. Going back, going back to your point there about starting Bay and Rojo, though, do you not think that we'd concede about a million penalties before May? <laughs> there is, I was going to say there is that drawback. They're not the most uh, what's the word um, polished, you know, at the back. But <laughs> good word, was, uh, good that, word. That edge which we're lacking, that aggressive edge, which you know we sort of not got no leaders on the pitch, so we need probably need a bit of madness. I mean, we've got nothing to play for nowadays. But yeah. plus, they're also, I mean, the assistant goals are good going past, they're comfortable on the ball, and yeah, Bay kept a bad man quiet. Who Exactly. We're going to talk about Bayi if, if possible. Uh, guys, what would comments well, you I'm got? just saying some of the people commenting with their uh, favoured centre-half partnership at United and a lot of people saying Lindelof and one of Bayi or Rojo, which would probably be a little bit more balanced. Uh, let's go to Nathan. Nathan, you want to talk about Bayi and what did you think about his performance last night? Oh, you're right, mate. Uh, I thought his performance last night, I thought he was exceptional. I re- like, fair enough, he's, he's been out with injury and stuff. There's also news that he had a, he had a falling out with Mourinho himself. Um, I thought he was wicked last night. I think he should be starting every game. Uh, he, he does have games where he can be clumsy, but really to do with his team, every everyone's being clumsy. Oh, oh, hello, hello, hello. Are you okay? Nothing. I don't know what's going on there. Hello, it's hello. Under a tunnel. Can anyone speak? Signal. Hello. Hello, what's going on there? Uh, we're having a uh, problem there. Something just dropped off. Don't know why that's happened. Um, hopefully, um, I, Niall up the, outside the producer can listen. We are having problems with getting people on air. Uh, what are the comments saying? Yeah, a lot of people just saying uh, their opinions about Rojo and mainly how you pronounce his name. Uh, but then a lot of people <laughs> talking about how he performed last night as well. Um, it was, it was for me, last night, the most Marcus Rojo performance ever, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. He had a 40-yard shot. He took a good free kick. He gave the ball away, which is a mistake for a goal, and he got stuck into just about everyone on a 50-50, didn't he? Yeah, you know, you know what you're going to get from him, you know what I mean? He's Argentinian, he likes that side of the game, you know. Had a great World Cup. Mm. You know, so a fit role, though, for us, is is a bonus, you know what I mean? But it's with us. How long can we keep our defenders fit? Philip Jones is injured again. Surprise, surprise. Can we just buy a defender what's not made out of glass? And I would be so happy. You know, they're going down like flies. But fair play what you said about Smalling, you know. And I said it the other day on Twitter. Hello? Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 we got, got ghosts. The ghost of Webby are coming from all angles. Uh, Webby, what were you saying? So, obviously, he was going about Smalling, about him playing through injuries. I'd run through brick walls with one leg to play for Manchester United. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the fans would, you know. If they're only slight niggles, then you play through the pain. Uh, but fair play to him. You know what you get with Smalling. He does okay. He's the best of what we've got, unfortunately. So we have to stick with him. But last night, read it more and more. I thought the game was there to be won. Matter was the key for me last night to bring him on because both teams defending last night was awful. Majority of it. Uh, and then the Steve Mourinho's made a comment about the kids and next Gary Neville. I hope he's about right. Dello. I hope he's right. Uh, we're going to try and go to... Oh, we do, I think. So we had technical difficulties there. Have we got Alan in California? Yes, sir. I'm yes. Alan, sorry about that. We had technical difficulties. Yeah. Oh, I can yeah. tell my producer outside who's flapping a bit. We're okay. Alan is on air and everything is good. Keep your calls <laughs> coming in now because, uh, sorry about that, I think it was the O2, O2 Network. Oh, we are is that actually what it was? blaming O2 here. Uh, ruining oh, ruining our wonderful uh, phone-in. But we've got Alan on the phone. Take the lead, Alan. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you guys if uh, you think Rojo and Bailly should be given an extended run after last night. I know they weren't perfect. Uh, they were a little shaky and rusty maybe, but I, I think it's clear that they're more talented defenders than Jones and Smalling. Yeah, do you reckon, uh, do you reckon they're more talented than Lindelof? Um, I, just feel, I just feel like them two together are a bit too a bit too insane and a bit too unpredictable and too many fouls and you need a bit more, I don't know, sort of stability in a defender. I don't mind one of them, but maybe alongside Lindelof. 
Definitely. I mean, Lindelof is kind of more cemented in our defense. Uh, we need a Van, a Van Dyke. Like, I don't know if Lindelof could be that, but we need like one defender to kind of be the, the rock. Alan, Alan I, mentioned, I mentioned it the other week, mate. If you want the best now, you've got to go out and spend 60, 70 million. These 20s and yeah. 30s are stopgaps in my eyes. Now, you look at Liverpool's problem. They had two problems last year, goalkeeper and centre-half. He's gone out, addressed that problem, and now you're seeing the fruits of it, unfortunately, where they are in the league. Now, they won't win the league because City are that good, unfortunately, but right. he's addressed their problems. Now, mm-hmm. where there are problems, Alan, we've got about five or six key problems. Have we got the money? Yes. Have we got the manager to spend the money? No. So I think we might have to wait till next season before... We can start. The thing is, mate, it's like we question, like, do we have the money? Yes. Do we really? Like, to spend on on defenders, though. Are are, are, are our board actually going to allocate money for us to go out and buy a defender who isn't necessarily going to sell thousands of shares worldwide? Jazz, don't get me going on on our board, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Before the watershed. (laughs) Alan, thank you. I'm sorry, Alan. It doesn't seem like there's trust after the defenders Mourinho has bought because... He's not playing them, and it's just... It, I don't know if they will back him again because he has been backed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much for your call, Alan. Back. Man, Get Alan. your calls in. Sorry about that. O2 Network mucking us up a bit. If you're from outside the UK, O2 Network is a mobile phone network. <laughs> and it's been down all day, but we're good. Gaz, comments. Yeah, a lot oh, of wait, so what were you going to say? Something? No, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um, a lot of people commenting with defenders they brought, they would bring in. And what I was going to say then is when I'm talking, you know, Rojo and Baye alongside Lindelof and all that, that's not me saying that's good enough to be a centre-back partnership for United going forward, thinking the next <laughs> the next few years. <laughs> I'm thinking of just a stopgap for the next six months. Because yep. for me, look, I, I don't want to sound too negative here, but the season's a write-off, in it? Yeah, yeah. The season's a write-off. The only way we're getting in the Champions League next season is if we win the Champions League this season. <laughs> That's not going to happen. I don't know. Right. A miracle, a miracle. Raphael, uh, Renault, yeah, Raphael? Yeah. How you doing, mate? You want to talk about your centre-back pairing. What would be uh, the two for you? Um, first of all, honestly, I'm, I'm a massive fan of you guys, uh, and I like your channel. Oh, and, um, cheers, mate. Just if you've got the video on in the background, can you just turn it down a bit, just so we can yeah, hear you oh, clearly? Sorry. No worries at all, sorry mate. Um, yeah, personally, I just want to say um, Bailey and Lindelof, but and and also like, even though Bailey hasn't been playing because he had some little fallout with me, I just feel like that's ridiculous because clearly what Bailey showed is clearly a good cent- a good a good a good defender. And, I, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, this, this, this Mourinho's ego just needs to stop and think about the team. Like, I, like, yeah, that's what I, I just think. Like, when, when, then, when, then, sorry, when then the love comes back, you know, fully fit, and we got Bailey, then that, then our defense will be fine. I hope. And you can see it in other positions of the pitch as well, mate. Like, um, I Don't get me wrong, I think that Paul Pogba, you could definitely justify dropping him for the game last night. Uh, he didn't yeah. play well against Southampton and he made a lot of mistakes. However, if you're going to drop Paul exactly. Pogba, Nemanja Matic deserves dropping about mm-hmm. ten times. Yeah, what's going on there, I, mate? I couldn't, I couldn't believe he got money in the match last night. And Nemanja Matic got, got man of the match from McManaman. <laughs> McManaman. I think that was just McManaman. I think it was, I think it was a match thing, wasn't it? A what? Yeah, a Mac thing. Like, <laughs> no, that's all I can think of. I just want to say, like, also, like, I don't understand where's, like, he, he, he plays Matic, but Matic has been terrible, but, like, where's Fred or, like, cause I don't understand. He, buy, he buys all these big players, and I'm saying, we need to use them effectively. They just, I don't I don't want to turn into, like, the Stoke or just yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, any team like you know we're, we're, we're United we have a we have a we have a history in the Premier League to be effective and Mourinho is a turn out to Chelsea where it's just blaming, blaming players next you know player fall out yada 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 I'm thinking Sam like no yeah, exactly. What's, what's going on, Raphael? Thank you very much for your call on Full Time Devils. Uh, we want to talk a bit more positive, and Matthew hopefully has got a bit of positivity he can bring on, into the show. Matthew, Matthew what, what are your thoughts about last night? Hi, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, I was watch- when I was watching the game out last night, because I was watching the game on uh, BT, on BT Sport, mm-hmm. um, and obviously. Um, going back to that subject, what you said about playing by and obviously Marcus Rue at the back. Um, I mean, 
when you compare them to probably Chris Morland or Phil Jones, um, in your opinion, uh, would you start by and Rojo rather than put Chris Morland and Phil Jones um, both in defence? If if you imagine, could you imagine going into a season with those four as your centre-halves? Two of them would be suspended (laughs) every other week, the other two would be injured. Be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think they're better than those two, mate. Definitely. Smalling and Jones. I mean, we spoke about this today. We did did a little preview for the game today on uh, on the channel. Be released soon. Check it out. Yeah, Um, yeah. And and (laughs) it, it was very much... I feel like we have a go at Smalling and Jones because we've had it for so long. And like when they make yeah, mistakes, yeah. it's just like we're so over it now. It's been so long. And when that means that when, you know, Rojo and Baye might make a mistake that, I don't know, we're, we're still a little bit newer to it. But I, I still think Rojo and Baye yeah, yeah. are much better players. Do you yeah. agree? I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, another felt thing I did sell on was when we played the, um, the Southampton game of can't be wrong, but obviously I don't know if that's the right thing for Mourinho to call Pogba a virus in the uh, dressing room yeah. at Southampton. Just rumours um, at the minute. I mean, I mean, yeah. you never, you never yeah, know yeah, if they're yeah. true or not, yeah. but... Yeah, no. This should um, be a good thing. Matthew, thank you very much for your call, Matthew. Cheers, Matthew. Yeah, Matthew's getting in touch by simply calling 0345 117625. That is 0345 117625. You can always comment. Uh, come. That point that Matthew's then, that he made then, the rumours about um, bad words between Mourinho and Pogba, maybe that word wasn't used exactly, but there is definitely bad blood with them and they have definitely fallen out. And you know what? I, I think that that's because of like little arguments mid get say you like say like you come in at half time right yeah and you've got Nemanja Matic who's had a bad game he's had a he's had a three out of ten game Paul Pogba's had a three out of ten game as well and it feels like Mourinho will go up to him have a go at him and Matic will just be like yeah okay boss okay boss okay yeah. boss whatever yeah you, you must be right you're the boss whereas Pogba will be like no actually I don't think that's the right way to go about things we should do things this way and for me that shows a bit of ambition if a player answers you back a little bit I, I, I don't know. Maybe you disagree. Maybe you think we should. You should just do what your boss says and not question it. I disagree. Mm. I think that Jose should take what these players who have won some of the biggest things in football. Jazz, I don't think Jose's that man. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I think some managers could listen to ideas. Mm. I just don't think our current manager will right. take that. My you know. boss says I can't swear on radio. So do you know what, Henry? You're in Bolton. <laughs> Henry. Uh, you're talking about Matic. Hello. Are we doing, lads? Yeah, very well, mate. Good what do you want to say today, boss? How Matic won man of the match last night. <laughs> it just sums it up that uh, what's his phrase from Liverpool was commentating. Uh, McManaman. Uh, yeah, McManaman. Jesus, because he was he was crap again. All he did was pass the ball sideways. He just sat in front of the the defence when we already had five at the back. What just a poor performance. He should have had Fred there in front of in front of the back five with a bit of. Um, He'd bring a bit more influence to the attack. He'd be able to spray it outside with and actually carry the ball. Whereas Matic was just, he was just awful. Did, did, I do like the fact that Rojo and Bayi playing at the back. Because I love, I've got to say, I do absolutely love Marcus Rojo. He's a proper old school defender. He'll carry the ball up forwards, play it out to the wings or take a, take a few stupid shots. But I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't mind it. I don't mind it. That free kick was actually all right. Just going back on the Matic thing there, uh, there was points where last night when he was deeper than our three centre-halves, you know, and I'm thinking, why do you have to be there? We've got players there, just get upfield, but you got to look at the kid Pereira. He could do a so much better job in there. Just with energy, yeah, all day long. And we're going to lose him. And his big teams looking at him already, great free transfer. I just think that he started the season off well, and then because of the Brighton game, he's been bombed out and he's not been seen since. And I think it's going to be a massive loss to the club once he leaves. Uh, After us fighting to keep him to sign a new contract. Uh, we're going to take a little break, uh, but I've got a question for you. Uh, who has scored more goals for Manchester United? Is it Anthony Martial or Louis Saha? Who has scored oh. more goals for Manchester Ooh. United? Martial or Saha? We've got more callers coming up. Right, during this ad break now, if you want to call and you've never done it before, 0345 7625 come and speak with myself, Webby and guys about all things Manchester United. Excess Manchester. Manchester United Football Social with full-time Devils. 
This is XS Manchester, the Manchester Football Social with full-time devils. They're taking over the airways for an hour, like we do every Thursday. Uh, so always set your alarms and we just sit down and we have a chat. We don't sit down on the floor like we sit down on these comfy chairs. And we talk about United for an hour and you guys get involved. Your calls were good in the first section. Let's make them even better in the second section. Uh, give us a call now, 0345 one seven six two five. Hello, Gaz. Hello, mate. Hello, Webby. Hello. Whilst I've been away, is have we heard from Stuart? Do you know what? Stuart is on the phone oh. and we're going to speak to him very shortly. I've got the answer to the question I ask you. Mm. Who has scored more goals, Anthony Marshall or Louis Saha? What have you gone for? I'm going Louis for pens. Louis for pens, what are you going for? I've gone uh, Louis. You've gone for Louis. I can tell you that Louis Saha has scored 42 goals. So, Marshall has scored... 44 <laughs> you are both wrong unfortunately and uh, yeah that is that right uh, we're going to go on the line now now I've got no notes to who is on the line here um, someone should be on hello mystery caller hello 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 uh, who is this I, I, it does not matter who is on the phone I just want to say that who scored last night, okay, was Jesse Lingard yeah. and Anthony Martial. Uh-huh. Two players that played under the great uh, titan that is Louis van Gaal. <laughs> and, when, and when Jesse Lingard was taken off the pitch in Martial too, they bring on Pogba and Lukaku. Lukaku, who wears uh, workman's boots for a living, <laughs> and Pogba, who can't pull off a, a pass. <laughs> what were you going to say then? Signings of Jose Mourinho. Right. So the proof is in the pudding that this Mourinho fraud relies <laughs> on the philosophy of Rui Van Gaal <laughs> to achieve results. Louis, Louis, Van Gaal. Louis, how's Portugal? How's the red wine? This is not Louis Van Gaal, this is Ray Van Gaal, his twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, it's a pleasure to have you on, Ray. Let's speak more about Jose Mourinho then. Not been impressed this season, have you, Ray? I have not, no. Uh, <laughs> the philosophy is all over the place. Yeah. Uh, you know, he is boring. Uh, he is causing trouble uh, behind the scenes. I know that people said that I cause trouble behind the scenes, but at least I had the young players playing good football. At least Martial was scoring under, under uh, sorry, uh, at least under, under my brother's tutelage. <laughs> Martial was scoring and Rashford was scoring. So that is the truth. Yes, it is true. Under Mourinho, they are stifled. Can I ask you, if you got, if you got a phone, oh sorry, no, if your brother got a phone call Ray. tomorrow offering him the job at Man United, what, what would you, what would he do? Oh, Louis is, is just enjoying the six million pounds that was given to him by the worm. The, 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 the little worm that is Ed Woodward. He's enjoying that. Uh, it's Christmas season, so he's eating all of the mince pies possible, drinking all of the red wine, crates of red wine, so he is enjoying that. Incredible. Um, who, if if Ray's uh, Ray, are you in the room with anyone else that I could uh, have a chat with? I um, am. I am. I am. I am. Okay. I, I have. This man is not afraid to come out of the phone and reveal himself. Rio, 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 Rio. Yeah, listen, listen, listen. Lads. Last night was absolutely chaos. Pure chaos from a defensive standpoint. What was that? You know what I mean? Calamitous defending all over the place. You know, Eric, it's great to see Eric Bailly in, in the team, but my God, sometimes when he's trying to clear the ball, what is he trying? I don't even know, you know. it's By no stretch of the imagination is that unbelievable, because it's not. It's bloody well not, you know what I mean? No, I think we should break the illusion because uh, a lot of people on uh, YouTube having a bit of a meltdown about the fact we've got Rio Ferdinand and Lou Va- oh, Ray Van Gaal in the same room in a Portugal. We don't want uh, the Daily Mail writing any headlines, do we? Uh, is that uh, Sir Al Foran on the phone? <laughs> Hello, gents. Hi, Hi, Al. Hi, Al. Al, thank you very much. We've not spoke to you in ages, Al. I know, I know. It's been a while. It has been a while. It's been a couple of months. I think it was, was it before the Liverpool game in March? Yeah, I think so. That is a long, long time ago. Uh, Al, talk to us yeah. about your own opinions on Manchester United, or did you just tell them all uh, that in the form of Ray Van Gaal? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, 
it, it's it's a frustrating, confusing time to be a Manchester United fan. Um, really, we don't we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, lads. It's it's it, uh, every, every time um, we see a new sponsorship, it's just it, it sends us into into absolute overdrive. It's, we we're all going nuts. Um, the fact that. You know, every game is just... I think Mourinho was just looking for a result to keep his job in every game. And, you know, he's just... He's not... He's not, um, he's not building anything for the future. Uh, and it's it's frustrating. I, I've, I've, backed, I've backed Mourinho um, up until a few weeks ago. I did. I backed him. I, I thought he could, he could still try and turn things around. But, you know, I think... Like, Pogba had a bad game on Saturday. Fair enough. But you don't... You don't you know, it doesn't slip out into the media that he called him a, a quote-unquote virus to the team. That just doesn't come out. That's that's your that's your star player. Yeah. You know, you, you've you've forked out a hundred million pounds for that player. You know, it's just it, the dirty laundry has been aired to the public way too much. It's 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 not like that with Manchester United. It really isn't. You know, if anything ever slipped up, slipped out under Ferguson, it would be a, it would be a rarity for that to happen. And it only happened on few occasions. It's happening every few weeks at the club. You know. And if, if any, if anything ever, uh, by the way, big fan Al, good to have you on the show. Um, if anything ever did slip out under Ferguson, it was never Ferguson doing the slipping either, was it? And some of these Mourinho things no. coming out, you are a bit like, mm, who's been leaking that? Well, it, it, it never was, you know. I mean, if you look at Ferguson with the history, I mean, with Yapstam, um, Van Nistelrooy, Roy Keane, but once, once those players decided to to bring those problems to the to the public eye. You know, Ferguson took care of it fairly swiftly. He mm. he got rid of them. You know, which mm-hmm. at the time we all thought was was insane. And then in the long run, it was actually it was the right decision to make, I suppose, because you know, what, what Fergie, whatever Fergie did was you know was was right, I suppose. But with Mourinho, it's just it's just been going on for the last few months now. He's he's complaining. He was complaining at the start of the season about not getting the backing of the board. That's um, just... I, I, I'm, I am I'm, I'm sick and tired of it. <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard a point that you made there then when you said uh, that Fergie, if, a player, if there was something wrong with a player's attitude, they'd be gone straight away. And even if the fans thought it was a bit insane at the time, one of those players yeah. is actually in the team right now. We got rid of him, Paul Pogba. <laughs> Do you think Fergie yeah. was right all along about Paul Pogba and his attitude or do you think it's purely or do you think or do you think the way Paul Pogba is is it justified because of the way Mourinho's handled him it's it's a possibility guys I, I think Ferdinand um, spoke about Pogba last night under uh, playing for France mm-hmm. um, and he said that Pogba, Pogba follows the orders of Deschamps and he he, he, he he has a lot of respect for Deschamps and um, and I think it's the fact that Deschamps um, plays Pogba in a position where he has one role and one role to do. None of this, none of this showboat, none of this flicking the ball about, none of this pure nonsense. What he seems to be doing for Manchester United, he's a player with a ton of ability. And um, his attitude, his attitude is is definitely in question. And I think he'll always carry that attitude. It's it's the modern day footballer lads. It really is. They're they're sensitive. They're um, I mean, they're 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 precious in a sense. Like it's, you know, it's it's all about kind of sponsorship deals with them. It's it's ridiculous the way the modern day footballer is. But we have to live with that now. Um, but I think I I've touched upon it on the weekend. Paul Pogba was brought in to replace Wayne Rooney as being the the mold of the team in a sense. The the the, the man, the main guy on the pitch that shapes that whole team. He's not. He's he's not that kind of player. He isn't for France. He wasn't for Juventus, and um, and I think he's just. It's 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 too much. The pressure of that is too much for him. Um, you know, because we're all reliant on him to carry the team. Mm-hmm. You know? I'll thank you very much for giving us a call today. We've got an angry Scottishman no waiting uh, to speak. I'll, and that's I'll give you show. a ring later, pal. I just want to say. I just want to say as Donald Trump, <laughs> the Glazers are doing a wonderful job. They're great people. <laughs> you should make the Glazers, guys. Let me tell you, they're wonderful friends 
Alf Aran, thank you very much. Alf, you're a legend, man. Alf, uh, Alf Aran is on Twitter, is Impressionist AL. Go search Alf Aran uh, and then go and uh, give his Facebook page a like as well. And his YouTube is Alf Aran Comedy. Thank you very much, Alf Aran, for a call there. So we've got a bit of uh, Ray Van Gaal, uh, Rio Ferdinand. That's the only... Can we, just, can we just make a promise now? That's the only time we ever praise the Glazers on this show, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, the only time it's acceptable. Rory's going to bring us back down to earth. Rory, sorry for being on hold for so long. We had... Uh, uh, Van Gaal's brother on. Uh, what do you want to say, Rory? Hi, um, I wanted to ask about the uh, the transfer policy at the club, and it's a bit of a two-part question. Um, basically, it seems that the Glazers or Ed Woodward will only sanction transfers, uh, two types of transfers, one being the minimum they can afford to spend to bring new players into club to keep fans and the manager, whoever that is, happy. Or two, the big signings that will bring them in the sponsorship deals and shirt sales so they make their money back. Yep. But the players, like like uh, the ones that were rumoured, like Alexandro, Willian, Alderweireld, who would cost in between that amount, so 60, 70 million, but they wouldn't make the money back. They don't want to seem to bring in these sort of players because obviously it's bad business for them. Um, and obviously we've got loads of youngsters out on loan that could be in the first team. Um, do we, A, need to change our transfer policy? Do the Glazers need to change and Woodward need to change to bring in the right players to the club? And two, do we have time to rely on these young players to develop if we're not going to do that? Gaz? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, not only do they need to change the way they are, they need to get gone, mate, the Glazers, because that's what it's all about. It's all about making money to pay off the debt that they sort of bought the club with in the first place. Um, that's what we are at the minute, mate. We're not really... It, it sounds mad, but we get rid of Mourinho. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't think Jose's done a good job and he's got absolutely no excuse for where he is at the moment. But there are so many other problems at the, t at the club. Hmm. Ed Woodward... He's more interested in, you know, noodle sponsors than players that are actually going to improve the team. And even if he was interested in players that are going to improve the team, he can't get the money for them. Because if we're after a player like a centre-half, a player like a full-back, players who aren't necessarily in fancy positions, the board won't go for it because they're not a Galactico and they won't sell I, shirts. I, ju I just <laughs> think Jose's version on players, he likes to sign the older players who've been there, you know, but obviously the club are looking at younger ones for a possible sell-on. After a few years, you know, what we're going to get for Matic now next season, we'll probably get two and eight. You know what I mean? We paid 40 million for him. There was talk of William. There's talk of the kid that sent an half at Spurs. Jose wants a professional who's the end story. You know, come, can come straight in. Does it work? It does in the short run, but you know, you're getting no money back on him. So the club, like you said, guys, is, it's rotten from top to bottom. It needs sorting because if it doesn't, we're going to get further and further behind. City and Liverpool, which will break my heart. Uh, let's go now to a man that Webby has missed and has been talking about him all the time. He is called Stuart. Hello, Stuart. Yes. That could that that could be the day the hangman comes for him. Mm. Liverpool, because if we don't win the uh, that's six games on the bench in the league without without three points, that is not good enough for Manchester United football club. And if anyone trains and tells me it has, it's okay. Stuart, Stuart, if we don't beat Fulham, he's got to go. Stuart, uh, you know what? I think yeah, I think well, he's gone. I think he's honestly already gone. If he like, if he doesn't go, he's he's got he's going to be he's not going to be the manager at the start of next season, no matter what. You and it's going to happen well, at some point. He, he, they've got a, look, I've been saying it. I wrote the season off three yeah. months ago now. I said to you on the air today, as far as I'm concerned, this guy's gone. I've accepted it. I've accepted finishing mid-table. I've accepted that. You know, what I've seen is get relegated. So, you know, I've had some tough things. The younger brigade, it's them we'll worry about because they've only kind of known us the glory days. It's the first real time for the... The likes of Webby and uh, me, I don't know about the young boy there. Mm. It's probably the first time you've seen your club in, in a struggle in difficult times. Totally. Mm. But, but, you know, I've accepted it. We've been mid-table and we've got to go next season. But I tell you now, I'm, I've got a horrible feeling Pogba's a bit of a cancerous in the club for me. I'm, I, don't, I can't trust him. 
I can't trust them. Do you know, do you, it says here in your notes you think we're better without him. Well, I thought last night we looked better. We had a lot of energy about us. You see, with Pogba, there's certain games of Pogba where he can do things. Where he looks lethargic or does a poor pass. And I think he can rub off on other players. I think, I think that can happen in a team. But, uh, you know, there's this notion that he's this, he's this wonderful player. But, you know, I've got a, a pal of mine, I always mention him. He's a big City fan. I speak to him a lot. He's a nice guy. I was chatting to him the other night. And he was saying to me when they bought the Georgian player, the Russian player, in the 90s, the, the, um, King Kladze. Oh, King Kladze. He said, what happened there? He says, we started putting all our... Hinging everything on him, he said. And we ended up getting relegated two years on the bench. He said, and it was it was him. He was a he was a talented player. He said, but he wasn't good for the team, and it hindered us. He said, and it and it, and it took us down. He said, and I think we've got that problem with Pogba. I don't think I think he's out for himself. I don't think he's a team player. And if we're not careful, we're hinging. A lot of Manchester United fans are hanging the hopes on him. That he's going to turn things around for us, yeah. and I think, I think, me personally, let's get back to bloody basics and build a team. I watched the Tommy Docky you got documentary last night. Yeah, very that's good. What, that's what he did. You've got, to, you've got to clear the decks and go back to basics. If I, if we got offered, if we got offered thirty million tomorrow, of thirty to forty million for Pogba tomorrow, I'd take it. Oh, wow, Stuart. Sorry, I know you had a lot more to say. Then we got to go to someone else quickly. I mean, that should stir some callers. Oh three four five treble one seven six two five. Get the comments. Pod, Pogba go for thirty million pounds. Uh, let's get Al quickly, and then you'll have a load of comments on that. Yeah. Al, what do you want to say, mate? Ali, sorry, Ali. Uh, hello, mate. Yeah. yeah, sorry for getting your name wrong, there, mate. I just want to talk about all these fans that are asking for Mourinho to be sacked. I think it's a joke. I think it's not the manager. I think it's the board. I think we've got a lot of Deadwood players in the club who just aren't good enough. The average players, squad players maybe, but shouldn't be in the first team. 100%. I think the manager, he tries, he's emotional. Mourinho's always been a winner. And I'm getting sick and tired of all his fans turning into ex, like that Arsenal fan TV, calling for him to be sacked, change the manager. They're asking for Nicky Butt to be given the job. And uh, who else are they talking about? Um, who else have been talked about? Uh, Roy Keane last week. Can I just make the- Roy, yeah, Roy Keane. I mean, come on. That's just right, yeah, yeah, I just want to say You're making your points there about you know about about Jose and and sort of excusing it a little bit but mate I, like don't get me wrong I understand there are so many more problems at the club that, and they don't all fall on Jose's shoulders but I'm just looking at where we are in the table now there is absolutely no way that you can say that Man United squad is worthy of finishing 8th in the league with a minus goal difference that Man United team is better than that it's not good enough to be challenging for a title I agree with you on there but that Man United team is good enough to be at the very minimum finishing top four we're nowhere near that we're not going to get that this season United should never be out the Champions League and that should be the the final straw for sacking a manager for me I I, I agree I agree totally but look at the last two seasons he done what he promised he said beginning of the season that he's going to struggle this season because he hasn't got the players that he wanted he wanted defenders that's what he he pointed out all season he needed defenders we didn't get anyone if you're not going to back the manager then get, get rid of him now, I don't understand what you're saying I, I, right? I, agree I totally that. understand what you're saying but he's had the money mm-hmm. he's had the money and he's not last I know last right. yeah but the thing <laughs> was if you, if you look <laughs> at the league last season we were a very very poor second behind Manchester City mm. 19 points now this season we had to go out with an intent to close that gap mm. we went out and bought a 33 year old goalkeeper a unproven Brazilian yeah and a kid Mm. City went out and bought Manners, broke the record. I rest my case. Right, we're going to take a little break, uh, get your calls in. That was good, that. Um, I enjoyed that section a lot. I, I'm going to give you another question for you now to answer. This one's a bit what? more opinionated. Oh, no, just a, just, it's not, there's no right, right or wrong answer. Oh, okay. in, on this day in 92, Eric Cantona made his debut for Manchester United. Yes. But who do you think is the most iconic player to ever play for this club? Uh, your opinions, please, on the comments section. Always give us a call, 0345-117-625. More of your calls and more from me, Gaz and Webby, right after this. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. 
But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Manchester United Football Social with full-time devils. This is the Excess Manchester, Manchester Football Social. It's the full-time Devils takeover. I'm here with Gaz and Webby, Hello. gentlemen. Hello. Hello. And Neil. yourselves as well. You've been calling us in. Uh, we've had about 10, nearly 10 callers on the show in this section. Uh, make sure you try and get in in the final part. We're for another uh, 15 minutes. We'll try and get to you uh, if we can. So, on this day, Eric Cantona made his debut uh, for Manchester United. We're talking about our iconic players, Gaz. Hey, which one are you going for, Gaz? You're the most iconic player. Right. I don't it's know hard, this I, one. I, right, this is, you know, people... Are- Lady, some some people might laugh at this because I feel like a player has to be retired for a few years before he can be properly considered an icon and this player hasn't even retired yet. Uh, but for me, growing up, he was the best Manchester United player I've ever seen. I was there at his debut and I've watched him throughout his United career go on to become our record goal scorer. And for me, our most iconic player is probably Wayne Rooney. Wayne? Oh, oh really? Yeah. That's a good one. Yes. What, yeah, well, obviously, I've been lucky enough to see this lad make his debut, finish his career, great player, scored in every season he played in, the most decorated player in British football history, Ryan Giggs. Ryan Giggs. Yeah. Uh, comments, guys. Yeah, uh, the, I think the main shout is... I've seen Lukaku. Unbelievable. I've seen Ralphie Milne as well. Um, I reckon a lot of few shouts for Beckham. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, which is fair enough. I think that that's more... I mean, don't get me wrong, right? Beckham, I think, is underrated as a footballer because mm. he became this massive celebrity. Everyone forgets just how good he was as a footballer. Great, great um, And uh, the, most of the shouts are for Bobby Charlton. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby Charlton. Yeah. Uh, well, make sure you get your comments on. Oh, hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. We can't just move on without saying George Best, though. George Best. Dennis Law. Dennis Law. There's loads to go at. George Best an icon, though. Let us know your thoughts as well in the comment like section. Stepney. Gaz, are we reading it out? Yeah, true. I like Stepney. Uh, then what do you think the next iconic player would be to come from United then? Oh, do you reckon there's anyone in the squad currently who could go on to be iconic for United? Fellaini. <laughs> Stop uh, Hello, Lee from Wigan. I don't know why I've said where you're Hi, from. Uh, Hi, what Lee. do you want to talk about today for the full-time Devils? Well, obviously, you know, we're concerned with what's going on at the club at the present. And mm-hmm. um, me personally, the money that we're going to be given for a player or two in January, I would rather we pay Mourinho and get rid of him with that. Because well, so pay him off with the transfer money? Yeah, because it's going to cost us money to get rid of him anywhere. But instead of spending money on players, get rid of the manager, because if we keep and stand by Mourinho, we're going to lose a lot of our players. Lee, if, if that does happen, right, we do get rid before the end of the season, who yeah. would you bring in? Now, if you look at our last three managers, Lee, they've all been yeah. free, we've not paid a penny. United are very good right. at that, trying to save money. Mm-hmm. Set money off us, but save money. Now, you look at the players, people keep saying to me, Pochettino, he's not won anything yet. Not won a bowl of soup, Not won a bowl of soup, has he? Who would you bring in to get our club back to where it belongs now? If you look at City, what they did, and I've said it before on previous shows, they Even identified... Gl- Go on, mate. I wouldn't like to see a manager come in till the start of summer. Yeah. But if one manager I'd like to get in for six months, and he was a previous player, and that was Lauren Blanc. 
Okay. Okay. Would Lauren Blanc take the job for six months? Yeah, of course she would. Do you reckon? I'd do, I'd do it. He works at PSG. All right, he only got to the quarterfinals. He's worked with all the egos. He can manage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's a totally good shout, Lee. Lee. Good shout, Lee. Lee. Lee saying yeah. Lauren Blanc. I, I completely agree with what Lee said then about if we're going to get rid of him, don't get in a manager with a view to be a permanent one for a few years until the end of the season. If we are to get rid of Jose now, and you know what, mate? Like, I don't want to be one of these guys who's like, oh, sacked a manager, but it, it, he's going to be gone at the end of the season, so we might as well just cut our losses, really. Yeah. And even if it's just to, even if you're just giving it to someone like, this is going to sound mad, someone like Michael Carrick. Just give a bit of a positive vibe for the rest of the season because the rest of this season's a write-off, but we should spend the next few months properly deciding who our next manager yeah, will be. I'm going to say it again. It's, it's what City did. Obviously, it come out when Pellegrini was a manager that Guardiola got the job. Now, let's start talk to someone. Now, if it's yeah. going to be right that Mourinho's good, is going to go at the end of the season, then we've got to need to start. I'm not saying we're not doing it on any, but we need to speak to this person, see what plays he wants in, see which plays he wants Because it happened at City, and they're bearing all the fruits of it now mm-hmm. by talking to someone eight months or so before they got the job. So let's look at... I never thought I'd say today, let's look at what City doing, but they've got it right, and it's... Look it on the pitch now to what they are and what we are. Mm. And we're going to go to Stephen. Hello, Stephen, mate. You good? Yeah, you? Yeah, I very well, mate. Yeah, I think Fellaini is the best player on United. I think. <laughs> Taking the mate. <laughs> Taking the mate, mate. Taking the mate. Stop joking. What do you want to say? You want to say, yeah, the players are good enough? He's good. Yeah, the players. But Pogba's rubbish. They just need to get him off. Put Fellaini where he is. Okay. Cool. That was yeah, that, Stephen. That was definitely a city Stephen, fan, thank you very much for your yeah. call there. Um, he, his comments says the players, yes, they are good enough, and that's really all it says. Let's go over to Tommy. Hello, Tommy, mate. You well? How are you doing, mate? All right? Yeah, I'm very so good. I'm very good. Someone. So, what do you want to say, Tommy? What have you called up for? Um, just, just before, just before I make a point, I just want to say hello to Webby. Hello to Webby. Oh, you there, mate? Tommy. Tommy. Oh. Uh, Tommy, 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 Tommy. Tommy, we'll keep you, an eye out for you. Um, I'm going to try and get you back on uh, line one, so stay there, Tommy. Uh, he's going to say hello to you. Where we should have Tommy? Can you hear me? Yeah, we're hey, back. Tommy. We've got you back. Yeah, I just wanted to say a quick hello to Webby because I met him outside Hotel Football, outside the Tottenham game. Do you remember me, Robbie? I do, oh. mate. Yeah, you're, you're a gentleman, How Tommy. How are you doing? I'm not How bad, mate. Right? Um, just, just a quick point, lads. It's just about Mourinho. I've heard a few callers saying, one caller said about Keenum's there, it's not all his fault. 95% of the fault is Mourinho's. 5% of the board. I'll get to the board in a minute. But the reason why I'm saying oh, Mourinho on, is because he's... Cause he, cause, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, got you, got you, got you. I'm still there. The reason why I say Mourinho is because his football is too boring, as everyone can agree, right? He plays the same players week in, week out. If he knows he's going to get a sack, if he, if he, if he has any liability to United fans at all, whereas they're the ones that backed him all the way through, if you have any kind of little bit of decency to us, just try different players. Even if he's going to get sacked at the end of the season. Just try the likes of that, that Tave Chung. Play Fred. Play, uh, what's his name? Play Fred. Pereira. Pereira, Pereira yeah, play yeah Pereira. in the midfield. I mean, he did buy Fred for £50 plays, million. Pounds. Why didn't he play him? This is what, this is what I'm saying, because he's too arrogant. He wants to play that long, long, long pain. What's his name? Fellaini, um, Matic. Matic. Matic and Fellaini. I, mean, I don't understand why he keeps doing it. <laughs> if you have any decency, the United fans, they're the ones who have shown them do, love and loyalty. And do you know what I mean? Webby. Do you know what, Tommy? Do you know what I can't get my head around? If you look at Mourinho when he come into the country after he made his noise report, so, and I look at that first Chelsea team, what come, and he said he was a special... There was attacking. I can't, but that's why I think now he's yesterday's manager. If you look at that Chelsea, <laughs> you had Duff, Robin, Lampard exactly. bombing on, Joe Cole... <laughs> Exactly, but do you know? Do you remember in that in them in that era, Robbie uh, Webby? Yeah, in that era, 2004, 2005, yeah. we wasn't making the top. We, we were making the top four. But you remember how bad we thought we were then? How bad did we thought? How bad that time did we think we were? Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Look where we are now. The only thing United fans can do, and it hurts me to say it, to get rid of that man because they're not the board don't want to get rid of him, and he don't, he won't go unless he gets the sack. Is to get, is to stop a lot of fans like what Arsenal did. It hurts me to say it, but a lot of fans stop going to football matches. 
and that's where it'll hurt the I don't want to swear, but a bloody board. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, Tommy, thank you very much for your call. Tommy. We've got to get one See more soon, call. Tommy. Tommy, thank you very much for the passion I there, mate. I just worry about that comment saying 95% Jose's fault because I feel like United fans will get too excited then when we actually do get right. rid of him. We're going to have so many more problems. Let's go on to Josh. Uh, Josh, quickly, you are our final caller, mate. If you've got the radio on or the YouTube one in the back, I'll just turn it down for us. What do you want to say? Yeah, right, mate. Yeah, yeah good, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, just want to say, Mourinho, he needs to go. He needs to go. Yeah, he needs to go. He's just—it's the only uh, virus in this club is him. Right. <laughs> why? And, why? Why? Go on. Tell and then what why? happens when we? What happens when we get rid though? He needs to get uh, get Zidane in. Okay. Uh, right. Thank you very much for that. I thought we speaking to Norman Collier then. Uh, thank you very much to all the callers we've yeah. had on air. Uh, thank you very much uh, for yeah, giving us a call you. there. Around. Around the course Well done, everyone. Uh, we've got about a minute and a half left, so let's just talk about uh, uh, Fulham. Because, I mean, let's get it all out now. If anything happens at Fulham, it could be game over. What do you personally think is going to happen, Webby? Go to Gaz, because that's going to be final thought. Okay, is that going to be your final thought? Mm. Gaz, take the wheel. What's going to happen at Fulham? Well, I, 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 the bottom of the league... We'll beat Fulham, I think. But even if we do, it's. I feel like the performance isn't going to be isn't isn't going to be up to scratch. Just like the result against Arsenal it was an all right result. You, you, but the performance. You've got to look at obviously the Fulham game, uh, and then obviously we we can send a weakened team to Valencia, and get ready. He's got no excuses now for tiredness for the Liverpool game. No excuses. No excuses whatsoever. We've qualified. They've not qualified yet, so we'll have to pull out a decent team. And I don't have any excuses. We're tired. Yeah. yeah. We're tired. Uh, uh, Gaz, little prediction from you? I'm going to say 2-1. 2-1. Anything in the comment section you want to say before we go to Webby's final word? Yeah, there's just a few people come, jumping on that um, 95% Jose's fault. Um, some people says 5% Jose, 95% the board. Yeah, I think that I'd agree with that, to be honest. If Jose mm. goes tomorrow, I won't be sad about it. But if Ed Woodward and the Glazers were to go tomorrow, I'd be I running down Market jelly. Street naked, mate. I would be ecstatic. <laughs> Webby, time has come. Thank you very much, Gaz. Thank you very Cheers, much Gaz. for being here. Uh, Webby, final, final thoughts, words. yeah. Final Big game, Saturday against Fulham. No excuses. Can't start with two defensive midfield players against Fulham. As soon as that whistle blows at three o'clock, we attack, 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 and we get three points with a 4-1 victory. Good night. <laughs> Right, so that is it for today's show. Thank you very much for listening. You can find us on iTunes, Acast, Spotify, or however you listen to this podcast. Search Manchester Football Social. Don't forget to subscribe. Give us a quick rating. Say that lad Joe, mint. Mint at what he does, yeah? Do that for me now. Uh, there is a new podcast out every weekday, uh, so come back soon, and we will see you. And Well, we won't see you, but we'll kind of hear you. Will we hear you? I don't know where I'm going with this. Just want to say thanks. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 